Hey, this is Travis T-Bone Turner. We're here at the Tour 12 Podcast. Don't give your guide a knife for a tip. He probably has a knife because he's a guide. <laughs> here he comes. I mean, that's the kind of stuff. Here he comes. He's coming in hot. Hey, I'm Nick Munt from Bone Collector. You're listening to the Tour 12 Podcast. If you're one of these guys who carried horns around ATA, just leave them at home. Quit being an idiot. <laughs> so B does all of our modeling. He's the look good guy. I'm the Definitely, uh, I don't have a voice for radio. I'm the face for radio. I'm the ugly, <laughs> wild-haired guys out there listening, you know, put your kids in front of this podcast. I mean, we're not going to get too crazy. You might want to put them to bed maybe a little bit later on, but <laughs> that's just that's just me talking. But we'll get to arguing over schedules or, or man, you know, something that we where disagree we're gonna on. Eat? Where are we going to eat? Where are we going to eat? Little things, yeah. But at the end of it, we hunt together because in hang together just because we truly truly enjoy each other's company well it is it is our job and we have a platform and by all means we're flying the flag as much as we can we, we need we want to preach it to the everybody it's not for the elite it's not for the rich it's it's enjoyment making for a living doing something you absolutely love what we call living your passion you might actually be closer than you realize it's actually what this whole podcast is built around living your passion in three areas business leadership and life i'm michael waddell and you're listening to the tour 12 podcast what is up welcome to the show welcome back to tour 12 if you are a long time listener we want to say thank you for being a listener if you're a first time guest to the show man we want to say welcome hopefully welcome to the team um we kind of consider all of our listeners and friends that are part of the tour 12 podcast kind of an extension of our family and Many of you I've gotten to know over the last year and two months, year and one month, I guess I should say. Talk to a lot of you on a regular basis, as many as I can. And, man, you guys are, let me just say, you're really good people. I don't care what anybody says about you. You're a good person. You're good people. You need to know that today. Today we got a good show for you. We are with our friends and more than just friends, honestly. This is part of my extended family. My friends from All Season Feeders, we began working with All Season Feeders, I guess around six months ago, and got to learn about these guys and learn about what they had to offer um, the industry, and I knew as soon as I saw what they were doing and just what they had done in Texas alone, they were manufacturing products out of Texas, and as soon as I saw what these guys were doing just on a Texas level, which Texas is pretty big, we all know that, could be considered its own country actually. And for whatever reason, the last year and a half or so, I've spent a lot of time in Texas with with several different clients and have just built some really good relationships with people in Texas. I actually just returned home before recording this intro from Texas, from the Hunt F.E. Hill Ranch with the other extended family, John Hill, Clinton Little, and the entire crew, Scotty McCauley, Justin, and my man, Dan Tanna. We just returned home from an incredible week down at the ranch hunting there. And it's kind of interesting because I was born and raised and taught to not like Texas. And now I have a strange love for Texas. Now, I'm referring to the way I was raised being from a sports background because we are the amazing Arkansas Razorbacks and everybody can chuckle right there. However, baseball season is upon us, so get ready, rest of the country and SEC, because we're coming. But it's interesting, because I do have a lot of great relationships in Texas now, and I am from Arkansas, and I absolutely love getting to work with the people I get to work with on a daily basis, and all season 
feeders and their entire crew is a part of that extended family for me and just an absolute joy to be around absolute joy to work with and they have an incredible growing brand that is happening right before all of our eyes and it's fun to watch it's a great joy to bring you this podcast with my friends from all season feeders we are actually recording from one of their blinds at the ata show zach gates lindsey gates and my good friend rusty aka fathead has become a good friend of mine as well as zach and Lindsay, who run all season feeders um, and they tell a little bit of their story a little bit of their journey of getting into the outdoor industry and these guys do an incredible job running business especially at the age they're at zach is probably one of the youngest business owners i know in the industry and let me just tell you they run an awesome business based out of texas and it is currently going nationwide so if you haven't heard of all season feeders i can tell you you will and if you're listening to the podcast, now you have. But even if you weren't listening to the podcast, I promise you will be hearing of all seasons feeders. It's a matter of time. They're expanding nationwide as of this year. And it's been an incredible um, journey just the last six months to see them expand their business into what it is becoming. And I know my friend Rusty played a, a major role in that in helping bring them a little bit of the growth they are experiencing interesting because there's several principles that jump out to me in this podcast that I really didn't even think about as we were recording but listening back to some of the conversation um, there are some key points that you can pull from this the importance of networking um, from Rusty's standpoint even the importance of knowing the value you bring to the table when you walk into a meeting Um, when you're confident not arrogant but when you're confident in what you bring to the table um, it's a game changer when you know you can produce, um, it's a game changer. And I can tell you in talking with a lot of people across the country, um, I know when I talk to someone who is confident and can back up what they say and more times than not, I can read into people that can't back up what they telling me they're, they're, they're telling me what they're communicating. And that just, I guess that comes from a lot of years of experience of just dealing with people. And I shouldn't say dealing with people. I should say working with people is probably a better way to say it because we have worked with a lot of people and there are those that can produce. And then there are those that say they can produce that can't. And then there are those that just want to use you to get what they can get out of you and then they'll be done with you. And so it's important to know what type of people you're dealing with. I can tell you with Rusty, Lindsay, Zach, You're about to hear from great people that are very successful in business. As I've watched these guys grow, even in the last six months, it's been interesting to see the ups, the downs, the risk, the risk worth the reward thought process. Is it worth it? I can tell you anytime you're growing in life, in business, even in leadership, there are challenges that come along with that another reason that it's important to know who you surround yourself with you promise you want the right team when you're getting ready to go through a growth process it's vital it's important it could be the difference i'll go as far as to say as it will be the difference in whether you're successful or you're not it's the team you surround yourself with i've been to the manufacturing facility at all seasons feeders and i can tell you firsthand from walking through the production facilities from the offices to the meeting rooms to the people at the front desk in the front office, 
these guys have an incredible team. And it is a reflection of their success because of the internal team that they have put together. I can tell you firsthand, I have thoroughly, personally enjoyed getting to know these guys and girl. You too, Lindsay. <laughs> I've enjoyed getting to know these guys. They're uh, like-minded people, and we're all on a journey together. I think you're going to enjoy this podcast from our friends at All Seasons Feeders. Oh, y'all hear that? That means we are live at the ATA Show 2019. This is the first Zach and Lindsay podcast ever in my life I've done from the blind, and I feel like we need to be whispering right now, but we're not. Because we're at the ATA show. And no one can hear us outside of here. And nobody can hear us. I mm-hmm. thought it was interesting that you didn't let me crank the speaker, though. How are we doing a podcast and you don't want anybody to hear what we're talking about? Man, Rusty's outside selling right now. That can't is be, a good point. That's a really good business move, now. actually. That is actually you know? a really good business move. He's on his A game today. Well, he needs to be. Matter of fact, we could go a whole podcast just talking about Fathead. Oh, we could. Oh, absolutely. We won't do that because... He'll have a come apart. He would have a come mm-hmm. apart. And we don't want to do that to Rusty. Anyway. If we don't feed him in like two hours, he's definitely going to have to come apart. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. Hey, we are at the ATA Show 2019, Louisville, Kentucky, with my good friends, Zach and Lindsay. Rusty is peeking in this immaculate <laughs> blind that we're in right now. Come on, Rusty. Let her eat. We are here with all season feeders and some good friends of mine. We do a lot of friendship type stuff. Don't we, Rusty? And we do a little bit of business here and there. Yeah, but nevertheless, we are at the ATF. We almost did a whole podcast on Fathead. Yeah, we did. Really? Yeah, Rusty just joined us. That's you can't, good. You can't see what just happened, but Rusty, we have four deep in this, five deep in this blind because that's how much room there is in it. In and the still big sti- chingong. And there's still sitting room. There's still sitting. And there is actually. We ain't, we could get a camera and everything if we wanted to film a hunt. And um, anyway, we're at the ATA show 2019, and. Zach and Lindsay, how's this? This is you, your first ATA show. Yes. We were just yeah. talking about it. First Never one. even been here and walked around. And you've been in business for 30 years. 30 mm-hmm. years. That's what's interesting. Thanks to Fathead we- here. <laughs> Fathead, by the way, if you know, that's Rusty. My man, Rusty Smith here. Otherwise, a.k.a. Fathead. The one that makes it happen. Rusty. A.k.a. Leader, letter E. The letter dream maker. E. Actually, I have a really good um, clip from Rusty this last turkey season. Have y'all seen it? No. Yeah, we were on some gobblers hammering. I was calling, Rusty was hunting, and the phone rings. <laughs> and it's He's Lindsay. Like, sure was. I'm like, Rusty, come on, man. Was that at the G4 or no? Yeah, we were G4. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But you redeemed yourself the next morning. Mm-hmm. Killed two birds in about two minutes. That's right. So I yeah, I, I didn't know how that worked out. I thought you were the one going out with the gun. Then yeah, I was Rusty's supposed to be like, hunting. Sends me a picture with two two birds. He did. Like, oh, well, he well, got him, happened, huh? Well, what happened was I realized Fathead couldn't run a camera. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Hey, I'll just film you hunt, dude. We'll make it. We'll make it happen." Anyway, been a good show for you guys so far. Yeah, it's been real good. It Had, has. Uh, Absolutely. Of, we've met a lot of existing customers and a lot of new customers. I think. Yeah. So been a good show Real yeah good show. A lot of interest. what's it been like for for you guys you've been in business 30 years and obviously you're, you have a growing company but predominantly been pretty much texas based correct yeah. for, for yeah. 30 years and now you're kind of expanding nationwide and what tell, tell us a little about your journey i know i know our listeners want to hear we have a lot of business owners and small business owners that listen and 
What's the journey been like for you guys? Kind of take us, maybe not the entire two-hour version. but <laughs> Yeah, we'll but be here all day. A little start to finish. We'll do kind of the, the, the spark notes of yeah. the deal. Um, so Dad actually, I mean, from the beginning, you know, Dad was working for another company, uh, hanging ductwork, yeah. like commercial ductwork. Um, he went on honeymoon with Mom and came back. He was laid off. So he started his own commercial ductwork, BG Metals. Yeah. Uh, was in that, you know, started getting that company off the ground for about four or five years. He started hunting in Mexico. So that's uh, about a four-hour drive for us, you know, so. And then he was, they had me. <laughs> and yeah, we can skip that part. <laughs> so anyways, back to hunting in Mexico. And then mom said, <laughs> you're not hunting in Mexico no more. I'll let you know when I came around. <laughs> but uh, so anyways, he, you know, he was driving four or five hours down into Mexico. Uh, he'd get down there using traditional barrel feeders. It's all there was back then. And every time he'd go, the feeders were empty. So he had a whole sheet metal shop. He made a 800-pound broadcast, which a feeder that sadly we just continued, just discontinued. But um, that was his first feeder, holding yeah. 100 pounds of corn. And then his buddies were wanting one. Everybody was on the ranch was wanting one. And uh, then mom told him one day, hey, man, you're messing up inventory. Time to start a company. Our mom wow. does the accounting, so yeah, yeah, she's like the bottom line person. Yeah, so that's where All Seasons Feeders was born. Wow. So and from there, um, you know, he tried to run both companies for a while. It was quite a struggle getting All Seasons off the ground. So that's when my uncle Chris stepped in. Uh, large grocery chain in in Texas is H E B. Yeah. So he he brought him over, came over from H E B, and uh, kind of started just setting everything up, setting dealer network up, logistics, uh, putting people in place, and really started growing the company. Yeah. The first year of sales was about 60,000. Uh, second year jumped to 150. Wow. And then uh, really started doubling and tripling from there. Wow. So then, uh, you know, me and Lindsay have always worked in, in, the, in, the, in the company kind of during the summers and, and whatnot. Uh, in high school, I was, I was welding out in the shop and, um, you know, every, every summer and then during college was working out in the shop and Lindsay was, you know, helping inside in sales and, and kind of learning everything. Yeah. And uh, once we got out of, got out of college, um, we both went full time and there was, you know, my Uncle Chris pulled me inside and literally trained me to work every single position in that company. So, wow. he, you know, I, I loved welding and there was a time he called me in the office and said, hey man, you're done welding. You know, so you're you're inside sales. And you loved now. welding, didn't you? Oh, I still love welding yeah. today. Yeah, I love welding. I get out there with the guys and still if all the new products. I'm out there in the shop welding. You know, yeah. take their the hood and helmet. It's the process for sure. I think yeah. that's like what our whole family thrives off of. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, he 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 put me and Lindsay trained us through every position. We were both sales on the road. Um, you know, I, I worked in freight, scheduled deliveries, uh, did the buying for a while. You know, he literally trained us right. Yeah. Started and, uh, from the bottom. Now we heal. Yep. Yeah, y'all are. And so give me, give me, because you guys obviously started being feeders, and but now you guys have so many products. Give me kind of your vision behind why the type of products. I've heard you talk about it before, but why the type of products you have? Because you obviously have basically anything that you would see on a ranch. It's kind well, of do you want to well, talk, talk we about started the, off obviously with feeders out of necessity because yeah. of you know the situation in Mexico. Um, but then like growing our brand now, it's like, we came to a point where we started making barbecue pits and Zach and I sat down and we're like, this isn't just about deer feeders. It's a whole lifestyle. You know, it's like yeah. enjoying the outdoors, being able to go out, harvest an animal, cook the animal, eat the animal, sharing the experience with your friends. So 
um, when we decided that's kind of the direction we were going with our new product lines and development, that's when we rebranded <clears throat> and we tried to kind of market ourselves as ASF and not just all seasons feeders. Right. Even though our dad thinks he's super clever and he wants <laughs> us to call the barbecue pits the people feeder and I'm like, dad. Not happening. This is why <laughs> no, not, This is why Uncle Chris was hired so that <laughs> he could hilarious. build the business cuz you're not the marketing person, but Yeah. He's really good at design stuff. And so. and really once me and her sat down and realized the direction that we wanted to go in is when both of us like all borders are, I mean, there was no limit, you know? Yeah. That's when we really started to get very creative. Um, and my passion is designing, yeah. drawing products, um, and just new items. You yeah. know, it was like my true, real passion. Yeah. And her true passion, she's she's 10 times smarter than I am. You know, she's very creative. Right. And that's why we work together so well, you know? so I'm yeah. so glad that you guys are recording this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> you can remind him every yes, now and then. Yes, we will remind him later. <laughs> tell, sure. tell me about that. You guys are family. What's it been like running a business? Because we all know there's some head, butt heads on some stuff from time really, to time. Really? I mean, honestly, like, if we can keep my mom and dad in BG Metals building. <laughs> yeah, we're good. It's like, good. Like, me and her work great together. I mean, it actually, sometimes like, we have some. Our business but, relationship is really what brought us closer, like, personally as well. Yeah. Because we're four years apart. So, like, growing up, it was always, like, one of us was in middle school, one was in high school, one was in high school, one was yeah. in college. So, we never really, like had the same type of situation but working together it's really brought us closer and like yeah absolutely we make That's a really cool. good team because he designs everything and then like i figure out how to bring his visions yeah. to life and like market it to everybody else yeah so. yeah you're kind of the innovator behind the scenes as far as new product development yeah yeah and you guys have all kidding aside you have some incredible products we just you know we finished up that feed sink deal not too long ago and that's one of the things I love is, is being around people who are, because it's hard in any industry mm -hmm. to bring something to the market that hadn't been done. Yeah. And you guys are doing that and doing an incredible job of it. And um, like even right now, we're sitting in this, probably there's a lot of blinds at this trade show right now, but we're sitting in probably one of the nicest blinds in this entire trade show. And you guys develop that and, and just do an incredible job with innovation and um, bringing new things. To this. So, so my question, I'm leading into this. So my question is how do you, because I'm a little bit, I'm kind of a visionary type guy. Yeah. Obviously, I'm always talking about something, yeah, it same. seems like. And how, how, what in your mind, how do you process when I get an idea, if this is something we're going to follow through or is this just? Well, that's where the like teamwork part comes in because he is the person that's like, using the products he's out at the right. ranch he's hunting and he's building things that are going to make his job easier out there in the field yeah. or more fun or whatever yeah and everything a lot of stuff a lot of a lot of ideas i get from reading so usually at nights um not not so much now that i got a five-month-old daughter but <laughs> before at at night you know i'd lay in bed the wife would go to sleep and I'd browse all the forums and see what our customers are saying. You know, what right. what are they liking as far as even competitors' products? What features do they like? What do they dislike? And I usually look yeah. for the complaints. I want to know all the complaints about our products, the issues they're having. And that's that's like the driver for me to go, what can I fix? How can we fix this? How can we make this better? Are. You know, yeah. and being we manufacture everything right there in San Antonio, what someone 
a competitor that imports yeah. a lot of items, it's going to take them six months yeah. at yeah. least to make a small change. Yeah. You For don't us, have control of we your can walk into the We can walk into the shop the next day and say, hey, we need to change this. We yeah. have a big issue. You know, might only be two customers actually said something on forums, but yeah. uh, we need to make this change quick yeah. you know, and, and improve this design. And so, you know, that's what uh, even before I did all the designing, you know, my dad, he he passed that on to me you know as far as uh the creative and you know there's the saying there's always there's always a better way to build a mousetrap you know yeah. um and that's that's what uh how his and you know as well as my mind works but uh, that's that's the driver what do the customers want and you know she put, talks about it on facebook quite a bit you know and when we launch something new that's kind of the driving force you asked for it so here it is yeah. you know yeah. here's what you wanted and yeah. uh uh then a lot of stuff, you know, while we're at the ranch, you know, I, I use this stuff all the time. Yeah. I go to the ranch once a week, uh, check on all the products, take new products down there, start testing them. And, uh, you know, on the weekends we're down there. Yeah. And just seeing how it works, seeing how the animals are eating out of it or, you know, cooking with the new barbecue pits on the weekends. And, uh, you know, yeah. just constantly we're, we're living the lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. You know? that's, that's what you do. And it is truly a passion of ours and that's... You know, I, I, that's the driving force. Yeah, you know, it's, you hit on a, on a, a principle there that I think I know. I know for for me, everybody, the people I know in my life that are very successful are always people who are solving problems. Mm -hmm. and that's basically what entrepreneurs do. Exactly. Is you're figuring out how do we fix or solve a problem for someone. You guys obviously do a great job of that. So tell us this a little bit in two, 2019. What are you What are you most excited about with all seasons? You guys are growing at a pretty rapid pace, and from a business standpoint, maybe not in so much product talk, but from the from the business side of growth, talk walk me through the mindset of I scared like to death, freaking out. None of that pressure, really. The pressure of sales, the pressure of keeping up with demand. I mean, of course, there's like a level of you know, with, with any change, there's a little bit of anxiety, I guess, just because you want to make sure that you're keeping up with everything, and you don't want to like go into a new territory and then you know be lax in the old territory right. but um we're just really excited like after we brought rusty on we've had like a really good year it's nice to have someone on the road yeah that can really go and like cater to our dealers and set up new people because i mean with him designing and running the shop and everybody else at our office and then me doing all the marketing like we just don't have the time to go out there and yeah and call on people so i think for us this year is all about growth and just like really team building within our own company because we have a great group of people that we work with and we have so much fun so it's nice that like everybody feels like a team everybody's passionate about their job yeah and so just building that that vibe and like continuing to spread our products out into the market it's yeah it's really exciting for you us. You guys have a pretty big team. How many how many people you have there at, at the factory? We got seventy employees now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess two thousand nine. It was two thousand nine when uh, me and Lindsay really took the company over. Uh, we had thirty, so we've wow, grown quite a bit. But back on your question, uh, you know, the first thing that came to mind is is our team. Yeah, I, I sent an email out right before the the holidays, just really telling everybody like. I've never been more comf confident going into a new year right. than this than 19 yeah. because what I, what I put was you know I, I feel like I don't have to micromanage anybody. Yeah, everybody awesome. is everybody is better at their job 
than anybody else in the company, right? Yeah. So, yeah. like, you know, say I, I used to do, uh, I used to actually manage all the all the guys in the shop, and and that well, we hired a guy that does that now, yeah. you know, and he's ten times better than I was at it. Yeah, and he's only been with us for well, Drew, he he was with us for before, and then left for five years and came back and learned a bunch of cool stuff and yeah. been implementing. But but everybody on our team, I've never been more confident. And I mean, yeah. we got we got a strong group of people yeah. so it's like you do we're coming into 19 just rolling man coming like in we're, we're coming in hot <laughs> yeah. and it's so nice too because i mean like being a family business you know like you really feel a lot of times i feel like in the past it felt like all the decisions all the weight of it is on the family right. like we care the most but this year it feels like everybody cares the most yeah so that's like a great feeling because having that support it, it takes a lot of stress off of him because he doesn't second guess himself when right. he's in his creative process. Yeah. He's just doing what he loves and producing awesome stuff. And then I come along and I'm like, is it really going to work? <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I always challenge him. But um, it was like that with our blinds, too. Um, I always tell people when they, they love the blinds, obviously, you, you said it yourself, the blind is uh, the best blind in this room right now. Yeah. Um, but when Zach designed the blind, he came to me and he's super excited. He's like, I designed this blind. It's going to be two inches of foam. We're going to polyurea coat it. Yeah. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, you're making a blind <laughs> out of foam. And so he's showing me all these pictures or videos on YouTube of people dropping cinder blocks off of a roof yeah. covered in polyurea. Look, it doesn't even break. And I'm like, dude, it's a cinder block. They're like, this is a whole blind. Yeah. So he's like, what do you want? What do you want me to do? I'm like, drop it off a roof if you're like that about it. You yeah. know, like, let's see. So and he you did. did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did. And it Highest did point not we had break. on the shop. Yeah. Awesome. And our mom was having a heart attack because she's like, oh, she's going to call and they're going to see you guys. <laughs> like we did rock. it after hours with no employees there. Right. Right. So, so sure. OSHA, yeah. if you're listening, there was nothing going on. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but no, I mean, that uh, that was a good video. Yeah, it and was. the video, yeah. the funny thing is, is like, with the creative process, like, I feel like when you're an innovator, like, sometimes you're, like, ahead of the game. Yeah. Too much, so. Yeah. So, like, when we first made the video, we were kind of bummed because it was a super cool video. And it was just, like what do we do with this? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, we put it out on Facebook and it was cool. People liked it, but it's funny because how many years ago was that? I don't even like probably three. It's been a while. Four, three, four. Yeah. Four, yeah. Maybe five. Who knows? But like now people are still, still. talking about the video yeah. and people that we just see, Oh man, I saw the video and y'all dropped it off the roof. Yeah. So it's like, okay, it wasn't, it's and not believe it or not. We've had some people go, how did he ride all the way down there? Oh, no. like, did y'all like wrap him in bubble wrap? And I'm like, <laughs> um. and then here comes our mom again. Y'all should have put a disclaimer that he wasn't supposed to. <laughs> Well, that's the deal. Even like with, tor with torture test videos and different things, it's always the extreme. You're, you're not right. going to actually do that with the product, but exactly. it shows you. And that did a great job of showing how yeah and strong that, and durable your product is. Right, because yeah. we have people that have really high wind. I mean, at Josh's place, yeah. you know, like it's so windy. And so I'm like, if this thing blows over, does it just shatter into a million foam balls? I yeah. mean, I don't know. <laughs> so like having it dropped off the roof and seeing like it literally just dented the corner. I mean, of course, we didn't have the windows in it. But, right. you know, it just ended the corner. So it's like, okay, this thing is actually going to work. Yeah. yeah. And but that, people love it. The, uh, and we also wanted that video to kind of portray our, our, our personalities as well. Yeah. I mean, I can't even <laughs> tell you with a straight face of 
how much fun yeah, we you, have at the shop yeah. with all everybody. I mean, it's like we struggle it, with it, like taming it down because like we, we struggle wanna... with when it's time to be serious. Yeah, you know, because yeah. I don't know. I love life like, is I, too short. I like, laugh. You gotta I laugh, laugh through life. Yeah, and I like yeah. making people laugh. You yeah. know, and it's just we have so much fun. Like literally, a lot of people, and I ask them, "Do you enjoy work?" I love. I love coming to work. Yeah. And I think that's important it is. because we spend more, who we work with is our family. Yeah. We spend more time at our jobs right. than we do at home yeah. with our own family, yeah. you know? And so, so it's like, we it. need to enjoy it. We need to have fun. Yeah. I want you to enjoy coming to work, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's, it's, it's seriously like we have so much fun. You do. Shop. And I like can even we, tell when I was walking around, just watching your crew work, man, everybody's having a good time. They're mm-hmm. passionate about what they do. And you're right. There's because that's heck, that's a part of why we started the podcast is because so many people I talk to are not happy in life. They're not enjoying their career. And my thought is, it don't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. I think it just starts with your mindset. Like people's main block is their mental. And if you can just take that constraint off and live the life you want, I mean, you can really build a beautiful thing. Yeah. Rusty's hey. back from the trade hey, show floor. Rusty. I'm sorry, I was making us money. I can't believe you left your podcast to go make money. We get on Rusty's nerves because he's like very serious serious and tightly wound. And then he's like, you guys are impossible. Yeah, he's definitely type A personality. Be like, man, we we got this going on. And I'll make something funny and he'll go, just roll his eyes. Just like march off. Right. Drag his feet off. Rusty, you just came on what less less than a year ago less than in March. March. What's yeah. it been like for you transitioning? Uh, it's been an incredible ride. <clears throat> so give me a little more than that, like <laughs> Rusty. This is a podcast. We talk on the they podcast. Hi- they hired me, and I just he said let her eat. So I ate. I just I just ate. I hit the road, pushed that pedal down, let that old Cummins eat. <laughs> That's about what he's done, though. Yeah, that sums it yeah up. his truck's seven months old, and he's got 45,000 miles on it. Golly. 60. 60? Gosh, you've you been changing the oil on thing? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. I come on March. Um, Backtrack a little bit, because the people that are listening don't know your, your previous history. So you've been in the industry a long time. Been in the industry a long time. Uh, owned a store for quite a while. Then worked for one of the major rep groups for three years yeah then decided to transition because a, a good friend of mine that owns a or as a sales manager for a business that got me in i told him that i wanted to be a national sales manager in five years and eh, it took me two and a half <laughs> <laughs> but no so, i mean this the stuff that you know that rusty's brought on uh wealth and knowledge for yeah. for, for us i mean you talked about it a little bit earlier but texas is was and has been our main market for such a long time yeah. and we didn't you know we had kind of a plan on how to get out of out of the state yeah. and, and go to you know of course the rest of the u.s but rusty really helped kind of focus that down on the steps we need to do uh pricing programs we need to have in place you know he he's not just a sales rep right. you know he's really so much more um and his title says sales rep but he uh, he doesn't let that hold him back. Yeah. You know he, yeah. you know he'll walk in and we'll be looking at a design. I'll be working on a design with with Drew and you know he'll get involved in all that. Be like, hey, what about this? That's yeah. actually a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, uh, but well, no, that's I mean, something even from your leadership standpoint though. You mentioned it earlier. 
you don't feel like you have to micromanage. And it sounds like you don't have to with Rusty either. No, no not one bit. And we're talking about him like he's not sitting here in the room with us. <laughs> well, but. I was telling Zach, or I guess we were at dinner, and I was like, it's kind of funny looking back at how Rusty came into our lives because I actually am friends with his girlfriend. And so I went to dinner with her for her birthday, and then there was this random third wheel, and I was like, okay, I guess. <laughs> So she's like, I want you to meet my boyfriend. And I'm like, yay. So we went and um, I'm talking to Lindsay the whole time. And then Rusty's just sitting there quiet. And I was talking about work-related, like, things. You know, just how, you know. Growing pains. Yeah, yeah. We, we need, like, this certain thing and we don't have it. And then all of a sudden he just found his little entrance and he was like, well, <laughs> let me tell you. And I'm like, who are you? So he just started talking to me, and I mean, he obviously knew what I was feeling, what we were going through. And I'm like, okay, you know, like, I'm a firm believer that God's going to put whatever you need in your path. Like, my mom's always been like, you just have to show up, literally. Like, God will do the rest. So um, showing up to the dinner is how I met Rusty. I went back. I talked to Zach. I'm like, hey, there's this guy. Well... You didn't even get a chance. Oh, I didn't chance. even get to talk to Zach. That's what the funny part was. I didn't even get to. Rusty's like, I could come there tomorrow. I could be there at 8 a.m. I said, well, Rusty, I don't get to work at 8 a.m., first of all. I roll in around 10, 30, 11. That's true. So let's get this straight. Yep. And I fought that battle for a while, and I eventually gave up. I was like, she is my mama's daughter. Yes. There ain't no fighting it, that. It's funny because, like, it is, like, my dad and That's my hilarious. mom. And then, like, Zach yeah. and I are the same exact, like, replicas. But, um, yeah, so Rusty just did not take no for an answer. Like, he obviously had his sights set on national sales manager, and he was going to make that happen one way or another. So I roll up to work. His girlfriend knew my schedule, so she let him roll in, like, right behind me. And I'm like, oh, hey, you're here. I haven't even had a chance to talk to him. like, well, let's go talk to him. I can talk to him right now. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, but Zach's not. I think I was coming down the stairs. Yeah, and he just corners Zach, and then he starts, well, you're not doing this right, and you could make all this money. And Zach. Like, who are you? Like, I'm like, chill, buddy. Like, that's why I was going to do the intro to, like, stop in the situation. So we just got to talk in, you know, and and he said something. I said, what I say? So you think you can make, I don't know, you think you can do better or change something? Yeah. And he was kind of like, yeah. So, like, you looking for a job? He was like, well, that's what I'm actually here for today. I'm like, is this a setup? Yeah, I don't like, I looks, swear, I swear I was going to Lin- talk to you. But Lindsay looks like, I didn't have that time to talk to you about it. And I'm like, hmm, all right, well, so we kind of chat a little bit. And, uh, you know, he came with his fancy program. Of, and his khakis. And his khakis. You had khakis <laughs> on? I yeah. Did. Wow. Dude, he wears, if, if it's, Just to impress. If Rusty is wearing khakis, then you know it's going down. It's like, something serious. He is there for business. You was on that first impression train, wasn't oh, yeah. you? Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah well, and it worked. Really it worked. Money, it worked. Money making clothes. Yeah, like he was literally hired. I mean, Zach's like, dude, we're not in the position to hire somewhere right now. Well, like, we're bringing on Drew. We're, you know, doing all these changes. And I'm like, yeah, but this is like the guy. Like, we, we've we been yeah. needing this. And it's like, just God was like, here you go at Rosario's. Here's your little... Outside salesperson. And so Zach, you know, took a chance and Rusty, like, drove a hard bargain. (laughs) He was like, I'll work for free. Just bring me on, buddy. Uh, He's still working for free. (laughs) uh, Well, I would guess, Rusty, you've seen the opportunity and you knew what you could bring to the table. I did. And Mm -hmm. when you have that kind of confidence and you know you can walk into a situation and help change business, 
you literally probably could have said I'll work for free because I know what I'm fixing to do for the right. company. Yeah, right. he, and it's going to make sense. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what I was thinking about too. I mean, after just yesterday was our first day here, and I last night I was thinking about it when I went back to the room, but I was like, we would not have been here if Rusty wouldn't have pushed us to come here because. I mean, he has a new baby. Like, we, yeah. I have my own side business as yeah. well. Like, yeah. I'm about to move. I have to move next week. Like, oh, wow. there's so many things going on in our life right now. But Rusty really was, like, adamantly, we need to be at ATA. And we trusted him. And I'm really mm -hmm. happy because, like, Zach trusted him enough yeah. with the business, with all the money that we spent to be here. Yeah. And then after yesterday, it's, like, no doubt that it's worth it. I mean, just seeing him in action... You know all the knowledge that he's brought to the table. We yeah. definitely appreciate it. Yeah, so yeah. You and should even, save this podcast and, even you, and listen to it later. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're down, when you're filling out, you know yeah. we appreciate yeah. you. Yeah. But even that, we wouldn't have met he. Yeah, and well, you. True. I mean, all of yeah. you guys. Like, yeah. And he brought all of y'all into our life, and I was thinking about that too. I mean, just the friendship between yeah. all of us, but also the work relationship. It drives home the fact that like we've never had a team yeah. i mean it's always just been us and like now it, it feels like we have this like team of friendship and it's the lifestyle yeah. you know it's yeah. it continues it's, i know it's weird for you yeah. though on some things like to not feel like you have to do it now because you have a team and what's the delegation process been like like for you Lindsay or that just handing off because there's some things you have to hand off that you actually love from time yeah, to time for um, sure you know i it it took a little adjustment just because you know i've i've uh Rusty got a kick out of that he's cracking up right now no i mean in you know i've i just i don't know i always kind of had this vision for the longest time you can't do it right unless you do it yourself you yeah. know and certain things there that's still kind of my set ways but yeah. as i was saying earlier i feel so confident in our team that i i was able to let go of a lot of things that i was taking care of yeah um on a daily basis and it was hard but i also looked at a lot of company that fell a lot of a lot of companies that fail is i feel because maybe the the leader in that organization does not empower the employees or the people yeah. to be able and really uh uh evolve that position into their own you yeah. know it's it's if i was micromanaging somebody on how i think that position needs to be and no you cannot implement any of your ideas yeah. like i'm holding that individual back yeah. and also yeah. hurting the company as a whole as well yeah. you know so yeah i, I want to like our uncle chris definitely drove that home with us about like allowing us to flourish in our position so like his yeah. managerial style is the same way but um it's really nice to be able to let people you know grow in their own yeah and it's a great position. sign of leadership too because I, I know a lot of people that that it really comes down to insecurity exactly. a lot of people are not or not you even made a comment earlier about having people welding or whatever that are better at it than you if you're not a secure leader a lot of a lot of leaders if you're insecure you don't you don't want to hire somebody that could potentially be better than you well that's right. an ego thing it you is know? and yeah. you have to i feel like you have to let that go in life and that is the main thing with like and that having a team don't let me say i don't fight that yeah, i yeah. do you no, know and sure. that's something that's like Everybody hey zach does. you need to let that go you need yeah. you need to let and those are things that you know i mean i those are things that yeah. have to happen. Yeah, but when know, it happens, and you're starting to see the oh, absolutely, about expanding yeah. from Texas across the nation, you yeah. start seeing the the fruits of your labor, so to speak, when right. you do it the right way. For sure, it is. It's definitely fun. You know, you got fresh, young. We all think different directions. So when we put our heads together, it's your big old head. I know. Plus <laughs> our big old heads, aka <laughs> fat head. <laughs> Three big heads together. Yeah. 
So right. real quick, what, what are you guys most excited about with your brand this year? You got some new products coming out. You're expanding. Um, you know, we got a we got an easy line uh, that we have coming out. It's kind of be labeled easy uh, in regards that it's easy to use, easy to set up, but yeah. it's still so it's still going to be our quality ASF. Uh, you know, brand yeah, items just at a more affordable of a price. And yeah. so easy a, to ship, which yeah, is crucial. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so that's something the, um, the, the most exciting thing for, I think is the feed sync timer. For sure. I mean, that's that I is like next. so innovative. Zach designed it. Um, it's the first timer that's app controlled yeah. with the feeder remote. You can set your feed schedules. You can troubleshoot your feeder. So like, a lot of customers we have a ton of calls where people are like i don't know if the motor is not working i don't know if the, it's the timer and then you have to like walk them through the steps with the feed sink you can literally just pull up on the feeder so that product was probably birthed from solving a problem exactly. it sounds like mm -hmm. yeah so i can't take all the credit but probably six years ago we looked oh it's probably more than that we thought of you know we thought about this and so happened that a couple years back we teamed up with a company that actually helps bring a lot of the technology side and programming uh, to life for us. So we started working with them, and it was, it was such a weird meeting because he was like, yeah, I've been working on this timer. And I'm like, does it do this? Does it do this? Does it do this? Do the news? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, those are. I'm like, dude, I've been thinking about this for like six, seven years now. And he's like, man, we kind of have been started in that direction. Wow. Uh, is that something that you would – want to continue I'm like absolutely that's what we need to make come to life so yeah. we worked with them and uh you know they're they do all the programming and yeah. all they got their own in-house engineers and uh we're able to make this thing come to life exactly how you know we really wanted it yeah. to do and it, it's been awesome it you know, is awesome uh, next year we plan to come out with one that you'll actually be able to sit you will need service for this one if, if you want but you'll be able to sit at your desk or be at home check your feeder and make sure everything's working yeah. before you drive five hours, ten hours, oh, two wow. hours down to your place to hunt. You know that thing's working before you get there. Wow. You know? uh, and a little, I'll throw the little something out there, but next year we do plan to have our own game cameras as well. Oh, wow. Um, and it's not just a game camera. Yeah. It's Nothing you do is just a whatever. No. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. why he's an innovator. He's so, an innovator. There's I mean, this no is, doubt. This is, it's going to be cool, something that's not in the industry yeah. right now um, for game cameras. And it'll be able to give the user. That's enough. Don't give too <laughs> much info. All right. All right. Your party That's enough. Just it's going to be really, That's really enough. good. That's yeah, awesome, it's going to be bro. really awesome. I mean, we're just our technology line is is really exciting. Yeah. So that's we were, you know, as far as having a piece of flat metal, making it come to life. That's one thing. But right. the technology side's always been kind of uh, where we were held up at. And yeah. now that we're able to team up with this. Uh, engineering company yeah, yeah they've really helped us tremendously yeah be able to bring those items to life there's so much power man in networking and relationships when absolutely I, when i start thinking about i always like to look at principles and why people are successful in companies and why they're successful and it seems like it always comes back a lot of times to people and your network and your relationships and trust with those people mm -hmm. obviously but man you guys have done an incredible job so far with innovation and in my opinion, changing the game when it comes to feeders in the outdoor industry. Like, you've done it for years. But seeing you guys here on the big stage now, and as I walk around the show and I, I see other products or whatever, I'm like, mm, 
<laughs> you just kind of <laughs> giggle on the inside, you know, because you yeah. know when you know what's out here and what's available and the people behind the products, um, you guys do a phenomenal job with that. Yeah. And, Thank uh, you for that. Yeah, Thanks. you really do, man. It's, it's uh, incredible to see you guys growing and taking off outside of Texas now. Rusty's got it going nationwide, baby. Nationwide. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. So No limits. No limits. None. Yeah. Well, man, it's been good having you guys on the show. I know you actually have real business to take care yeah, of out here. Yeah, we got here. all these people outside the booth right now waiting we're, we're inside this blind, and you guys probably should go outside the blind. That's right. we got to go make money. So that you can go make all right. money and be successful. We'll so, let you take a nap in here while we go I could. Work. It is that nice. If I could just, I could almost stretch a hammock across here. I told Rusty this yesterday. I was like, we need a hammock in there so yeah. I could take a nap. Yeah. This, yeah. this, you could do it in this blind. Come in 2020. Hey. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> He's the hippie that's going to be hunting out of the hammock. In my yeah. flip-flops. In his flip-flops. I'll get about. you a little fake palm tree to put in there, too. Right. A bag of sand. Oh, that's good. All right, guys. Well, thanks for coming on the show. It's been a good time. Thanks, thanks for having us. Let's go make some more money. Yes. Yes. I heard that. Let her eat. Let her eat. Let her eat. Peace out. God bless. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that conversation. Listen, if you're enjoying what you're hearing here on the podcast, do us a favor, a huge favor. Go online, go to iTunes, jump on your podcast app, and give us a review. This is why it's important. All throughout the year this year, we're going to be giving away products, hats, t-shirts, things from our sponsors. And the only way you can be registered to win those products is by going in and giving us a review. We'll be giving those out on a monthly basis, and we want you to be involved in what's going on with free stuff. We know everybody likes free stuff. I'll be honest, we enjoy free stuff, and we want to share part of that with our listeners. Listen, guys, we can't tell you how much we appreciate you listening to the content we're putting out. You're not only a part of the tour, you're a part of the family. And we're building a tribe that's willing to go where only few dream about, living our passion. I am Jay Heath Graham, and I thank you for being a part of the Tour 12 podcast.